0: Now, over the years, you've probably tried different investments in stocks and mutual funds. And if that's the case, then you know that they can be up and down all over the place. And especially right now, with inflation over eight and a half percent, this is the highest rate in 40 years. Ask yourself this question. Do you really need that uncertainty? Because being able to sleep at night, knowing your investments aren't about to crash, is worth its weight in gold. Speaking of gold, if you've been jumping from one investment to the next, a gold IRA with noble gold is perfect. With gold, you shield your gains from taxes, you keep the real value of your wealth, you own a global asset, something tangible, and you protect your wealth against an economic crash, so what's not to like? And this month for every cash deal above 20,000, you'll get this incredible solid silver three ounce American virtue coin completely free as a thank you for signing up. You can't go wrong with Noble Gold. So call them today at 877-646-5347 to learn more or visit noblegoldinvestments.com. Once again, that's noblegoldinvestments.com. The link is in the description below. And when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. Welcome back, everyone, once again to another episode of Red Pill News. As always, I'm your host, Zach Payne, the Corruption Detector. And in this episode, I want to take you in a little bit more depth into a story that just broke uh, over the course of the last 24 hours or so, Uh, because this story has implications that could be very far reaching and stand to really confirm for many people out there uh, the massive issue that we have here in the United States with child sex trafficking, satanic ritual abuse, and yes, even cannibalism. But this story is nothing new. Just briefly, let's take a look through history at some cases from years past that have been proven to be true, but still are ridiculed by the mainstream media and held up as uh, some type of barrier to figuring out what's actually going on. Now, the mainstream media loves to attack the idea that Pizzagate is a real thing. Pizzagate, of course, being the scandal surrounding the code words used for child sex trafficking and the own words of Hillary Clinton's private staffers in those emails that were released by WikiLeaks. But before the Pizzagate emails even came out, We had the situation with the Finders out West. The Finders, essentially a CIA-run child sex trafficking network. And then, of course, we also had the McMartin Preschool incident, which was satanic ritual abuse at the McMartin Preschool back in the 1980s. At this time, it was called the Satanic Panic, and the mainstream media completely dismissed the idea that this stuff would be happening. Well, don't forget, we also had the Franklin cover-up scandal, which involved Boys Town, sex trafficking, and some high-level politicians in Nebraska. Many of these people got away with it. Some of the kids that were involved, the ones who made the claims against the politicians, they were actually put in prison, and they were the ones that ended up getting punished never forget the situation with Laura Silsby in Haiti, a child trafficker that worked for the Clinton Foundation, closely associated with Hillary Clinton and closely associated with the Clinton Foundation's mission in Haiti. Laura Silsby tried to traffic children out of Haiti, kids who had parents that were looking for them. She even had to change her name to try to leave this uh, scenario behind her. Uh, But the Clintons have never come out and disavowed her. And then when you look at Hillary Clinton's own words in those emails, it would appear that she very likely could have something to do with child sex trafficking herself. And that becomes even more likely when we look at the report written by an agent from the FBI in regards to Anthony Weiner's own laptop. Here in this now famous memo, he wrote Hillary Clinton and Foundation Crimes Against Children. Now, he very easily could have written employee of the Clinton Foundation crimes against children, but he specifically writes Hillary Clinton and foundation. That implies that there are two separate scenarios, but all of it having to do with crimes against children. Now, in regards to modern day crimes against children, we have this case that's erupted in Utah. It takes place across three counties, and again, it involves ritualistic child abuse, sexual trafficking of children, and there is at least one individual, a county attorney, who is very angry about this story coming out. He's asking that the sheriff who is investigating it resign his position, but it may not do any good even if this sheriff does resign because there are now elements of the federal government As well as uh, several other local agencies there in Utah that are also assisting in this investigation, including detectives with the Utah County Special Victims Unit. They're investigating what is being billed as a series of reports that allege this ritualistic child sex abuse took place. The case revolves around a series of individuals, and it dates back to 1990, from 1990 until 2010. But apparently in April of 2021, the Sheriff's Department opened this investigation into ritualistic child sex abuse and child sex trafficking. All of it uh, alleging to have occurred in Utah and having to deal with the elites of these three Utah counties. Uh, the sheriff's office had a press conference today because they had wanted to ask the public if they had anything that they knew about this case and if they could do anything to help it. Uh, they have said that portions of these allegations have been confirmed And the uh, county attorney who was not happy about it, his name is David Levitt. Now, perhaps one of the reasons David Levitt may not be so happy about it is because it turns out that Levitt and his wife are actually two of the people who are implicated in this investigation. They themselves are uh, alleged to have been involved in child sex trafficking and ritualistic satanic abuse of a number of different children. Now, what's interesting is that earlier today, David Levitt actually held his own press conference where he claimed this investigation is based on debunked claims from 10 years ago, where a supposedly tragically mentally ill woman made accusations against Levitt and his wife. Uh, it doesn't say whatever happened with that investigation. But considering the fact that it's coming up again now, some 20 years later, uh, it would probably be likely to assume that the investigation was covered up at that time. Now, Levitt is calling for the resignation and an investigation into the sheriff that is heading up the investigation of abuse that is uh, alleged against David Levitt himself. Now, in Levitt's press conference, he said, I am calling upon Sheriff Mike Smith ...to open his office to an outside investigation where outside independent investigators are able to investigate and confirm or deny that documents from a debunked investigation for more than a decade ago were or were not used for political purposes in Utah County's attorney race. Now, County Attorney David Levitt, who is holding this press conference, is actually up for re-election, so the implication is that Sheriff Mike Smith is opening the investigation to stop David Levitt from getting elected again. He says, I call upon Mike Smith to suspend Sergeant Spencer Cannon pending the investigation to determine whether the Utah County Attorney's Office that dismissed charges by my predecessor 12 years ago, whether the Utah County Sheriff's office is providing these types of documents to political opponents to be used for political purposes. Now, Sheriff Mike Smith was not happy about David Levitt's press conference. He said that by holding that press conference, uh, he very well could have hurt the act of criminal investigation. And he said, I will not be resigning and Spencer Cannon will not be disciplined for doing his job. We will continue to do our jobs. We won't be intimidated by Mr. Levitt and by his attempts to derail our investigation. Now, the controversy begins just two days ago on Tuesday when the sheriff's office briefly released a statement saying that they were looking for victims of ritualistic child sexual abuse as part of an investigation that several local agencies and the FBI have had ongoing for over a year. So this is not something new. It's just that now, over a year later, they're asking the public to see if they have any information about it. Now, based on their investigation. They believe that there are likely to be other victims who had previously reported uh, similar types of ritualistic sexual abuse and that they were probably trafficked, uh, all of it occurring in Utah County, Juab County and San Pete County during 1990 to 2010. What's interesting is that the sheriff uh, in his first announcement on Tuesday never mentioned the name David Levitt. So David Levitt, by holding his press conference today, kind of gave himself away as the subject of the investigation. However, it's possible that David Levitt is not the only person who's being investigated by the sheriff's office and by the federal authorities at this time. Uh, Levitt had announced on Wednesday that he believes that the investigation and its timing and its release has ties to two past cases. The first would involve a man named Nicholas Rossi. He's 34. He was charged in January by David Levitt's office for rape based upon the result of an old untested rape kit from 2008. Now, Rossi is wanted in several states, and he moved away from the U.S. so that he could avoid prosecution. He also even faked his own death at one point. He later was found to be living under the alias Arthur Knight, and he had been arrested and was held by Scotland Yard in the UK and was at that time being treated for COVID-19. Rossi is currently awaiting extradition. Now, the second case is probably the one that involves David Levitt and his wife, but it revolves around a woman who made claims against 15 to 20 prominent people from Utah. One of the men who was accused is a therapist. He was charged with sexually abusing this woman, according to Levitt, because the evidence was so outlandish and so unbelievable, and because the woman's claims were so outlandish and so ludicrous, the case was dismissed by his predecessor, former Utah County Attorney Jeff Buman, and then the therapist's arrests and charging records were recently expunged. That seems very strange to me. Simply because the uh, allegations against somebody are outrageous doesn't mean that the uh, allegations didn't actually happen. On Tuesday, Levitt said he received a copy of a 151 page report that included the woman's statements from more than a decade ago. And he said that when he learned for the first time that he and his wife were named as suspects in the case and were accused of cannibalizing and murdering young children. Then, Levitt said at 3.30 a.m. on Wednesday, Rossi posted all 151 pages on his website, and he said it was his understanding that Rossi got the documents from Cannon. Levitt believes it's Rossi's way of getting back at him for filing criminal charges against him. So now, David Levitt is questioning the timing of the release and the release of those documents and wants to know if Sheriff Mike Smith had anything to do with it. If this is a 25-year investigation... Why is it occurring seven days before the ballots drop in my election? And if this is truly an investigation that they've been ongoing since 2021, and if there are truly federal agencies and state agencies who are participating, who are they? Let's name the agencies. Let's get them involved. Let's find out who it is, the county attorney said. The allegation that I am asserting is that the sheriff's office is using its position for political gain. So during this 40-minute press conference, uh, David Levitt apparently spoke from the top of his head. He didn't have any notes. He switched from being angry at the sheriff's office and members of the media to becoming emotional when he talked about his family, mostly his wife, who he said does not deserve to have her reputation and character brought into question. He also then called upon the sheriff to resign. He said the allegations are untrue. We are not suspects in investigation. I am not a suspect in this investigation, Levitt said, but he also admitted He had never read through the case himself. If David Levitt was the subject of this secret investigation, he would never know. It sounds to me like David Levitt wants to know who all of the interested parties are, what agents uh, and agencies are investigating so that he can go to them privately and probably get the inside scoop on the charges against him. He said, I don't know what they're investigating, but if it has anything to do with this therapist or the report from 25 years ago, then it's 100% false. If it can be demonstrated That the sheriff has used this office for political purposes, and there's no evidence uh, that I can bring to the court currently. But if an investigation can demonstrate it, then I'm saying the sheriff should resign. In Sheriff Smith's press conference about 90 minutes later, he said this is not a politically motivated investigation. Smith said he believes some aspects of the original case involving that woman and the therapist were investigated properly but that some of them weren't, and so therefore they deserve further investigation. He also said several victims came forward a year ago, and since Tuesday's press release, about 20 more victims or people who know victims have contacted the sheriff's office. We believe, I believe, that Levitt is using his authority and his pulpit to bully, distract, and mischaracterize the facts of an ongoing investigation. This is big time stuff here, guys. The sheriff took issue with Levitt bringing up claims of cannibalism and child murder, stating the current investigation has to do with child sex abuse only. Smith also took exception to Levitt calling the alleged victim from the previous case a tragically mentally ill woman, something he repeated multiple times. So based upon what we're seeing here, based upon the behavior of uh, attorney Levitt, I think that the sheriff is right. I I think that he is trying to use his power and his position uh, to get as much information as he can to stall the investigation and to cast some shade upon it to make it appear as if it is a politically motivated investigation. Certainly, if there are dozens of individuals who have come forward with claims of sexual abuse and the trafficking of children, It warrants an investigation, a full and thorough investigation. Uh, And of course, if you were David Levitt and you knew that you were guilty of these crimes, uh, you would want to use that power, prestige and and position in society to stop the investigation in its tracks. The conflation of child sexual abuse with ritualistic satanic abuse with uh, cannibalism. These are tactics that the mainstream media And people who are guilty of such crimes use uh, on a regular basis uh, to try to confuse the issue. It's a straw man argument. He is under investigation for child sexual abuse and child sex trafficking. So he comes out and says, I'm not guilty of cannibalizing and murdering children. Well, you very well may not be, but you very easily could be a uh, perpetrator of child sexual abuse and sex trafficking. Uh, This is certainly an investigation that warrants a full and thorough look. And uh, in the same respect that people in the position of David Levitt tried to obfuscate, that happens quite frequently in the mainstream media as well. Uh, And that is exactly what the people in the mainstream media have already done. And I'm going to take you finally to this article in Salon.com. Utah election upended by allegations of ritualistic sex abuse and cannibalizing young children. And once more, the allegations of cannibalizing young children came directly from David Levitt himself. It sounds like those were not made uh, by any alleged victims. Uh, And of course, in this article, uh, it says that David Levitt was forced to deny QAnon-style claims that he and his wife engaged in cannibalism and ritualistic sex abuse of children. Uh, Salam.com is one of those mainstream media left-wing rags that is going to conflate the facts of the story, uh, to try to connect it to things that they can say have been discredited, uh, and uh, to make it look as if the people who are bringing these claims, people who claim they have been abducted, people who claim they have been ritualistically abused, that have been trafficked, it's all in an effort to make them appear to be not credible. At his press conference, Levitt also said there is no organized ring of abuse. It was debunked more than 10 years ago. It was dismissed by someone who was not in any respect affiliated with me, and it wasn't even investigated in a serious way by the Sex Crimes Task Force of Utah County. Again, just because it wasn't investigated properly doesn't mean that all of these things did not happen. I think that this is a case that is probably going to blow wide open, especially considering the fact that we have dozens and dozens of elite Utah people uh, that are going to be drawn into it. Uh, It's only right. That Sheriff Mike Smith and uh, the agencies that are involved in investigating this should have the ability to take this to its logical conclusion. And either the facts will prove that David Levitt is totally innocent or the facts will prove that David Levitt and his wife need to be indicted. The very fact that the elites and certain people in the mainstream media try to throw shade on claims such as this leads me to believe that they are deeply involved in these horrific crimes, ritualistic abuse, child sex trafficking, and yes, probably even sometimes cannibalism. You know, it's often been said that extraordinary claims require extraordinary proof. And the only way that we can arrive at that extraordinary proof is by doing that full, complete investigation into the claims of anyone who believe that they were trafficked as a child, that they were molested by people who were in positions of power over them. And the people in the mainstream media, the so-called journalists, are the ones who are supposed to assist in an investigation like that, or at the very least... They should simply be reporting on the facts, not attempting to conflate or obfuscate, taking things that are actually not part of the claims and drawing them in so that the people reading their publications look at the stories and believe, based upon that reporting, that the claims in that story are simply not true. David Levitt and the people at Raw Story and at Salon.com are now acting as if they have some horse in this fight. They seem as if they have a vested interest in destroying the claims of the people who say they were victims at the hands of these elites in Utah. And the only way we're ever going to find out is if Sheriff Mike Smith and the federal agencies and local agencies that are involved in this case are allowed to investigate it until they make a determination. As always, this has been Red Pill 78. My name is Zach Payne, the Corruption Detector, and this was another edition of Red Pill News. Good luck, everyone, and God bless.